Hi, welcome to episode 9 of the Define Normal podcast. I hope you're still feeling the love from Valentine's Day. Actually, Valentine's Day sparked a little bit of a topic for me. Platonic relationships and how they're just as important as your romantic ones. Valentine's Day just passed and I have to say I loved seeing all the couples photos on Instagram and my friends texting me about cute things that boys did for them and just... I don't know. I love love and I love seeing my friends happy. So that was amazing to see. But there's always this discourse around people who are alone on Valentine's Day and what do they do and how it feels to be uncoupled and just this general feeling of disdain or feeling left out. For me, I think a lot of that is how society centers romantic relationships, especially as a woman who's approaching 30. I'm 27. I often think about how my peers at home, where I'm from in the Midwest, are engaged or married. I mean, I get a wedding invitation or announcement or save the date like once a month. And a lot of my friends have been married at this point for years, and I think that's great. But living in a city where people don't marry as early, I mean, I don't have any married friends my age in New York. Actually, that's not true. I have one married friend my age in New York. It's really taught me the importance of your friendships and and how much those relationships matter and how they can sustain you not being in um, a romantic relationship. And so I wanted to talk about that because I think there's this still the societal pressure to be in a relationship and find the one and and women and men talk about what will happen when they find the one and what will their life be like. But I just want to talk about how much some of my friends and platonic relationships mean to me and how we should continue to romanticize those relationships we have with our friends who know us best and show up for us and call us and, and I mean, love us. Tell your platonic friends that you love them. You don't have to wait for a romantic love to feel love in your life. I think it's obviously acknowledging those two aren't the same. Like, being in a relationship is not the same as having this amazing group of friends, but I think while you wait to have that relationship or you just enjoy your life until it comes to you, you can really enjoy the fruits of having like a fire friend group. So I just want to talk about like some of the things that happened to me over Valentine's Day weekend and just like really amazing reminders that I have such beautiful friends and I encourage you to love on and tell your friends how much you appreciate them. So this weekend, I actually spent it with my college roommate, Natalie, who has been on the podcast and her family. Her older sister is getting married this weekend. So it was a weekend full of love and... I cried like a baby at the ceremony, I'm not going to lie to you. Their vows are so beautiful. And the whole weekend, I kept thinking to myself how loved I feel by these people. So Natalie's family is basically like my family. I mean, we have been friends for 10 years, so she knows my family, I know hers. Um, We've spent a lot of time with each other's families at this point. And so coming into the weekend, it's just so funny, like her parents had the guest room ready for me and her mom got us Valentine's Day gifts and just like the care that they show and on actual Valentine's Day I woke up in a bed next to Natalie in our hotel room after the wedding and we were laughing about how we ate McDonald's the day before and we should not have done that and we FaceTimed her boyfriend and talked to him for a while and it just reminded me like how special that friendship is to me and 
although I'm super single, like Valentine's Day, it never occurred to me to be sad about that. Like it was actually just such a wonderful day. Like I woke up with my best friend, spent the whole day with her, just like laughing about the wedding and, and reminiscing and spending time with her family and her parents, like getting us these cute little gifts and just like enjoying each other's company. And throughout the day, you know, talking to my other friends, like I had friends text me and be like, I love you and like happy Valentine's Day. Like I hope you're having a good day. And just like letting each other know that like you are loved and you don't have to have a romantic partner to feel that way. And I want even beyond Valentine's Day for us to think about this. Um, I tell my friends I love them. My friends tell me that they love me. And you also just have to think about how special it is to get the opportunity to kind of like find your tribe. I mean, the older we get, the more people start deprioritizing friendships. So, I mean, no shade, but I realize I guess friends get into relationships, like you hear from them less and they say like, you know, my relationship is my priority or I'm really busy or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And, you know, as a single person, I definitely have more time to invest in my friends. But it's also because the relationships are important to me. And it's it's hard to sustain friendship. It's keeping in touch with people. It's seeing how they are. It's checking in. But these are the people who have been here for me the most consistently. Thinking about romantic partners, like, it's lovely to be in love. Like, being in a relationship is so great for so many reasons. But... It's been my friends who've really held me down when relationships weren't going well, when work isn't going well, when I'm like having just issues in general, those group chats, those FaceTimes, those voice notes are the things that sustain me. And so I want people to think really hard about their platonic friendships and and what they bring to the table. I've lately been reading a book called Big Friendship and How We Keep Each Other Close Uh, My friend Rebecca sent it to me, actually, and the book, although I haven't finished it, has given me a lot to think about because friendship is hard. It's another relationship to maintain, and they ebb and flow. I mean, friends move away. Friends get really busy. Friends get married. All those things happen, but making sure to, like, find your way to keep your friendship identity and, and prioritize those people because they matter, and... So often people talk about romantic love and when I get married and when I have a boyfriend, it's going to be like this. But like, honestly, there's nothing that sparks more joy than like a long dinner with a close friend with like a bunch of wine and like funny conversations and stories. And I mean, yay for having a boyfriend at some point. But like those days really make me happy and I find myself often not missing having a romantic partner. A boy did call me on Valentine's Day. Will I reveal which one from the dating app podcast? I mean, I don't know. Maybe one day. But a boy did FaceTime me on Valentine's Day and we had like a very great conversation, but it did not distract from how awesome my friends and family made Valentine's Day. Like my parents um, sent me a card and like sent me money for Valentine's Day. And like I mentioned, Natalie's mom getting us something for Valentine's Day. And I have another friend who sent me a card and like an onslaught of texts from friends just saying, I love you and I'm glad you're in my life. And it, it was just a really, really lovely, full of love day. And a boy acknowledging me is simply like the cherry on top of it. Like who really cares what boys think? But <laughs> I just want us all to get away from the obsession and the notion that like your life is defined by romantic love my platonic relationships are where I go for comfort and like I spend three hours on the phone with friends like 
literally unpacking the world's problems and just being really honest about myself and getting real feedback from people who know me. And romantic relationships are are special, but it'll come. I think that a lot of people are convinced that their purpose is wrapped in finding a partner and getting married and skipping into the sunset. And although admittedly one day I do want to get married, um, don't at me, I just also realized that so much of my joy comes from the people I surround myself with who are my ride or dies, who really just show up for me and I have so many group chats with friends where we just like joke about Lord knows what, like TikToks, Twitter screenshots, like the people who are going to answer me if I send a text at three in the morning. And I just, I would be remiss to pretend like any boy could hold a candle to some of these people. And if anything, when I think about romantic relationships, I think about how they fit into these platonic ones that I built my life around. The people who, when I'm traveling to certain cities, I must see the people who call me on my birthday. I mean, one of the most amazing things is I'm not huge on my birthday. So I was born during Memorial Day weekend. People always have plans. Like I never have been a big birthday person because it's like you're you're born on a long weekend. Actually, a friend of mine is getting married um, my birthday weekend this year. And so it's always like some some kind of summer plan. So anyway, all that to say, not huge on my birthday. This year... Two of my closest friends planned a whole celebration for my birthday. So, like, we went to my friend Amanda's lake house. They made me this really nice brunch, like, got me this really great card, had my favorite candles there, like, just planned a weekend for me. We made frosé. They decorated the house. And even though, like I said, I'm not a huge birthday person, that meant so much to me and honestly is, like, more than any boy has done for my birthday. It's just, like... You have to make space for those relationships and celebrate them. Like, I don't let not having a partner define how I feel about myself. I think when the day comes, I will have the most awesome partner that I can. I mean, I hope. Let's manifest. But at the same time, like, my friendships are so special. And I think about, like, all the great memories I've made in New York that wouldn't be possible without my friend group. And I also think of friends who have gotten in romantic relationships and they kind of dip off. And it's disappointing because what you build with your friends is just so beyond. And coming out of Valentine's Day, I just want you all to remember that. Also, as I'm reading Big Friendship, it's making me remember how it can be hard sometimes to sustain these relationships. And obviously, like while we're young and we live in the same place and those kind of things, it's easier to maintain them. But There is something to be said about the effort, um, making sure that you call friends and also just realizing and talking about the moments where you feel like a friend can't show up for you. There definitely have been moments in friendships where I was giving more to it than a friend was or like I feel like a friend has not been around because she's dating someone or whatever it may be. Um, Making sure that you share with your friends like what's going on like you would in a romantic relationship like you can communicate with your friends when you need more you need less you need them to be there for you I just think that there's this way to look at friendship that doesn't have to be less prioritized because it doesn't have the formality of being romantic I think friendships can often be hard to define but it also like it hurts when a friend says they're going to do something and then they don't do it just like it does in a romantic relationship so Also treating your friends in a way that the relationship is a priority and you actually care about their feelings. I've had 
really interesting conversations with friends where it's like, I feel like you're not showing up for me or I feel like this happened and, and you weren't there and having that ability to say to them, like, this is what, this is where I'm at. And just the beauty of looking through that together, like you would with a romantic partner. I also just binge watch Firefly Lane and that put me in my feelings so hard. It's about two women who have been friends for 40 years and it follows them as children, um, like going to high school together and then like their post-grad life and having children and being adults and all that. And it's a really beautiful story. It's kind of chick flick vibes, but it's still good. And the whole premise of it is just following through all the ebbs and flows of friendship. And like, they have some real conversations with each other. There are times they're so upset with each other. There's the nuances of their families and being so integrated in each other's lives. And I think that was such a beautiful display of friendship because as I think about some of my oldest friendships and friends who are married and friends who don't live in the same places as me, friends who I've worked with and now we don't work together and like what does that look like and the show just made me realize like what it takes to sustain these friendships but also how much they mean to me and being able to have friendships when you're living completely different lives um Katherine Heigl's character in the show she doesn't have children she is famous and she makes a lot of money and her her co-star whose name escapes me you'll have to forgive me she has a different life. She's married, she has a child, and she's going through a divorce, and they're just living two completely different lives. One of them is basically living the life of a bachelorette. Like, she, she's still dating, she's still hooking up with guys, and they're well into their 40s at this point. And it's interesting to see them navigate living two different lifestyles, but I think that's so applicable for the lives we lead as we get older. I've noticed that friends of mine living in New York City, it's very transient. And now that we're coming up on our late 20s, early 30s, we're starting to have conversations about friends who are leaving and friends who are talking about what their life looks like when they settle down. And that's a scary word. I'm like, what settle down? Like, what does that look like? And for my friends who are settled down, I think sometimes I feel like we're looking at each other's lives through a double-sided mirror. Like, it's just so, they're so different. And when we talk, it's like, wow, I can't relate to your life at all, but I love you, so I want to hear about it. And I think that energy is what has sustained a lot of my friendships. Like, when I think about my friends at home, one of my closest friends, Emily, when I look at Emily, she's been one of my closest friends since the fourth grade, and our lives cannot be more different. But it's just the care that we have for each other has sustained us through the years. We went to different colleges. She moved to Vegas after college. So she lived on the other side of the country. Now she's living in Ohio again. And our friendship has really survived all of that without missing a beat. It's not talking every day, but it's like when we talk, it counts. And we reach out to each other and we check on each other. And when we're in the same space, we make an effort with each other. And we take trips to celebrate our friendship. And she's visited me in New York. I visited her in Vegas. I just think... It's so important to make time and also just understand as the friendships evolve, they're still important. You don't have to only be friends with people who live the same type of lifestyle that you do. And it's been really awesome to see how my friendships have blossomed as much as they've changed. I think as we grow up, they evolve and you need different things from friends. But sometimes you get to grow together even though you're doing completely opposite things. My friends who are in relationships, I often think about how friendships make the relationship even better. In my last relationship, I often thought about the conversations that I was having with my guy friends or like 
chatting with my girlfriends about life and just talking to people outside of the relationship about my interest and and just like general life things is really beneficial because I think partnerships get a lot of pressure as people get married and people are in serious relationships they expect their partner to be so much their sounding board their person who they hang out with their best friend all of these things their confidant and it's really nice and alleviates some pressure for you to have space to talk to other people who know you really well and can provide an opinion or just an outlet not even on the relationship but just on life in general like a friend to talk about like your favorite music with or maybe you want to talk about a podcast that your significant other doesn't listen to or doesn't have any interest in. It's really awesome to go to those spaces with your friends and like get that joy and get those anecdotal moments that aren't tied to the relationship necessarily. So all of this to say, I encourage you all to love on your friends this week. Call a friend who you haven't talked to in a while. Give them a voice note. Ask them how they've been doing with their mental health lately. Just check in on them. So during these times, it just pays to be a friend. It's quarantine. Life is hard. I think a lot about my friends who have been solo most of this time in New York. um, We're definitely more locked down than the rest of the country. Indoor dining just came back. So I have friends who spend most of their time in their apartment alone, and I'm sure they would appreciate some friend check-in. So just think about people and be a good friend. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I would also love your feedback. If you enjoyed the episode or have a comment for me, please leave me a review on the Apple Podcast app. See you next week.